live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Dollar Car Rental Studios, it's the Dave Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today here on the air. We are answering your questions about life and about money. It's a free call at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Tal is with us in Washington, D.C. Hey, Tal, what's up? Hi, I have a question. So I'm on baby step five and six. So I'm a single parent, and I wanted to see what your thoughts were, what percentage should I put to step five. And my other thought was, if I pay pay my house down by then, what are your thoughts on getting a home equity to pay for college if I don't have enough by then? Okay. No on B. (laughs) <laughs> we're not going out of debt just to ter- to return no the purpose is to get out and never go back okay now once we got that out of the way so uh how old are you i'm sorry you broke up a little bit i said how old are you oh and i'll be 40 next week so. cool. how old's your baby um he's nine okay good and what do you make a year um 120 good for you you are doing so great mm-hmm. so congratulations tell well done well Thank done. You. Okay. Well, um, there's a couple of ways to approach it. The only way I would put baby step six, paying off your house and doing almost nothing for college in the way, is if that made you be able to cash flow college. Sometimes people will knock their house out and then they go, I'm going to cash flow college instead of saving for college and paying off the house a little bit slower. The other end of the spectrum is sometimes people say, I'm just going to pay the minimum on the house until I really pile up enough and I can check the box. There's so much money. I've got a 13-year-old four years from now that has 150000 bucks in his uh, account. I'm done. Now I'm going to move on and pay off the house. That's the safest, easiest way because you know college is done. You don't think about it again. And then you can move on and pay off the house. But sometimes people do go the other way and they say, I'm going to pay 50 bucks a month into the college fund. You got to do something in baby step five. You have to touch the stone. Okay. But, uh, uh, but past that, if you want to pay 50 bucks a month and then just knock the house out. But the only way is if you think the math is going to allow you to cash flow college. And that, of course, has everything to do with your income and college choice where you choose to send the nine-year-old but either way is okay because baby steps four for those of you listening baby step four is after you're out of debt you have your emergency fund in place you're putting 15 percent of your income into retirement five is kids college six is pay off the house early we do those three simultaneously the first three are not simultaneous you do one at a time in order on the first three but the last three are simultaneous. And the 15%, you really do put, you continually are doing that. That's what I mean by simultaneous. But you don't slow that one down. I'm going to put 2% into my retirement and load up college. No, 15% into retirement. Then we're going to do something for college and something on the house. And the average person is paying off their home in seven years doing that, which oddly enough is about where she is. She would have the house paid for, she said, by the time he got to college. Hmm. So I, I that, that one speaks to me i've just worked with so many college kids that they don't know where they're going to end up or what they're going to do i want to go to this school this school and then at the last second they meet some girl at summer camp and they end up going to this whatever the thing may be um i like the idea of not having a house payment and 
Go, going the other way. Yeah, I like that. But again, I'm not there yet. And then so. cash flow in college. Cash flow in yeah. college. The way we ended up doing it, and it was just the way our life worked out. It really wasn't the quote game plan at the beginning. We said we're going to start saving for college, and we did start saving for college. In those days, there weren't five twenty nines. You just do it in the kid's name. It was a custodial account, so mm-hmm. I had a mutual fund in the kid's name. That simple. And we had that going along. Well, by the time they got to school. We were at the other end of this journey from having gone broke to becoming wealthy. Right. So we cash flowed college mm-hmm. and didn't even touch their college. Hmm. And then when they graduated, we handed them that mutual fund full of money. Yeah, I had a, a couple start. of buddies that had that, that. And that was a really nice way to kick off each of the Ramsey kids' adulthood, mm-hmm. um, you know, and made, you know, made their, their transition out the door that much easier and, and so forth. But. Uh, we could have used the money, but it really, they went to University of Tennessee. It wasn't super expensive, and we were, we were making plenty of money. So we just wrote a check, covered the dorm, covered the apartment, whatever it was, and covered the tuition and stuff. And they were, had a little budget they were on and that kind of stuff. Um, but if, you, if you do have it not in a mutual fund and it's in the 529, what is the exit strategy if you get in that situation? You need to use it. you got to spend it. You need to use it. Okay. because it, it That's has just a be, shell game at that point, right? It has to be used for a – if it's in a 529 – you don't get the tax break if you pull it out and use it for something other than higher ed okay. or other than education. Education. Now, you can use it for any family member. Mm-hmm. You could use it to send mom to get her PhD. Right. You know, but, uh, but, but you know, it doesn't have to be for the person on the 529. You can transfer it now. But, uh, but it's just the same. You need to plan to use it. And even if they get scholarships, mm. you can withdraw the amount of the scholarship out of the 529. So they get a $13,000 scholarship. I can take $13,000 out of the 529, no taxes. Wow, that's a good setup. Yeah. Hmm. So that's a way to get, if they, you know, well, I don't want to do 529 because they might get scholarships. Well, don't worry about it. You take the value of the scholarship out. If it's an athletic scholarship, you just take the value of the scholarship. <laughs> and the university will give you the documentation to do that with Hmm. and you're set up for that autumn is with us in columbus ohio hey autumn how are you hi i'm good how are you better than i deserve what's up um okay so my husband and i both have uh pension plans through our employer um i have to contribute 10 percent, and he has to contribute 12 and we cannot adjust that um so i was wondering since that is 22 percent towards retirement if we should and not adjustable i was wondering if we should do more towards retirement or what okay, I don't your, hear your math is that. wrong to start with it's not 22 percent of your okay. household income it's 10 percent and 12 percent right right so when you take the total amount out of your checks as a percentage of your household income it's going to be depending on who's what but it's going to be somewhere around 10 percent of your household income you see what i'm doing okay yeah you don't add the two figures yeah. together that's not how the math works so but anyway the uh your question is still valid and the question is since i've got this mandatory freaking pension does that change my baby step four is that your question yeah i okay. just want to know if that's enough or we should no we should it's not enough that. because you're not in control of the pension okay. right you have no say at all over what happens with this pension i'm Mm -hmm. not predicting that it crashes some of them do but i wouldn't want my whole thing bet on the competency of a pension fund manager and so right i I don't know that you need to save 15 percent of your household income in addition to this but you need to save a good chunk maybe 10 percent in addition to this because you have absolutely no control over this 
It may underperform. It may fail. It, they may change the terms of it based on who's putting in about the time you're going out. And they get into all kinds of um, actuarial crossroads there. And they change stuff up to protect themselves, not you. And so, and I mean, it, I'm sorry you have to do it. It's mandatory. But I put in an additional 10% into 401ks or Roth IRAs. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. Twenty twenty is over. Let's start this new year strong. Make sure your housing strategy is working for you. The right plan can lower your interest fees drastically and ultimately have you paid off years before others. Talk to Churchill Mortgage. Call triple eight loan two hundred or churchillmortgage.com. This is a paid advertisement. NMLS ID 1591. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Equal housing lender. 1749 Mallory Lane, Suite 100. Brentwood, Tennessee 37027. Dr. John Deloney Ramsey, personality, is my co-host in crime this hour. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Aaron is in Nashville. Hi, Aaron. Welcome to the Dave Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. I'm so excited to talk to you. You too. I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping you'll be able to settle a, a friendly debate my husband and I have. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> so just to give a little backstory. You are very proudly on baby step four, five, and six. Good. We paid off uh, about forty grand in three hundred and eighty-eight days. Uh, so we were really strict on budget, <clears throat> as in me. I'm super frugal. So that leads me to my question. We, I've always dreamed of upgrading my wedding set, and we're coming up to our ten-year anniversary this May. So the deal is that I will be able to upgrade. Well, now I'm starting my research and realizing since we got married, there's you know these beautiful new, more frugal options such as lab-grown diamonds so i'm unsure lab-grown yeah oh fake so i'm unsure (laughs) 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 so that's that's kind of the the debate that we're hearing you know you you hear that lab-grown are you know essentially they are just as real as real diamonds but they're the they're far cheaper so my thing is to understand you know is it worth paying far less up front and not having diamonds shouldn't be an investment. I know that they are not, but they likely will never be able to be resold much for anything, if at all, or spend the extra money up front and have something that you know is, is real. It doesn't matter. It doesn't the matter. It, it doesn't matter. Here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, Sharon got married with uh, 38 years ago with a 0.23 spec. Mm-hmm. 0.23 carats, you have to get a, a magnifying glass to find the freaking mm-hmm. rock, okay, on her hand. Sure. That is in a that is in a, uh, a safe, and the woman has a freaking headlight on her hands. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and so I, in, in between those two, I've made several upgrades, and 
uh, have participated in some young men marrying my daughters, meaning I didn't participate, I didn't buy it, but I was involved in the diamond purchases and involved in lots of diamond purchases all over Sharon's ears and arms and everything else. And so, uh, you know, we reached a point a few years ago that, you know, what, what I really started to understand is, is they do not go up in value, period. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the only person that cares unless you get one big enough to blind people in the room, the only person that cares is you. Six months after I buy that diamond, I have to get a file out and try to figure out what I paid for it. I don't even remember. I don't even care. The (laughs) only one that cares is Sharon. It's on her hand. And so that's what I mean. The only one that cares is you. You're not going to go around going, this one's fake, unless you're unless you're weird, you know? You're just going to be walking around with this thing. You forgot it's on your hand, even. And you go, okay, I the, my personality is I couldn't give a rip less if it's real. I bought the, you know, the lab-grade fake one, right, or whatever you call that. Or I really wanted it to be real. It means something to me emotionally, and it's a thing, and I've got the money, and I just bought it. There's nothing wrong with either one, but you can't really say, oh, one's not going to be worth anything because it wasn't worth anything when you bought it. You're not going to pay much for it, or it's it's going to be worth about what you paid for it if you can find a market for it if you got ready to sell it. Aaron, why do you want to upgrade your wedding set after a decade? <laughs> uh, it's always been a dream. There's also a lot of baggage in that previous life when it comes to rings, so this is kind of my the only piece of nice jewelry that I ever care to own. Mm-hmm. And I just want something that, yeah, that could knock somebody out. But I look at him. <laughs> so Dave's right. It's, it's not going to knock people out. It's going to make you happy for a minute. And it's, it, it, it's not going to have the desired effect on other people. What are you talking about spending on this? Uh, between, well, lab grown would be about 3000 Real, you'd be looking at about $5,500. $100? Yes. Oh, buy the real. Crap, well, I, thought, I, like I thought it was that. like $100 versus 10000 No, no. Our whole thing, the the debate was that I thought you would go with lab-grown because it's no. far more, less expensive. Now, you, there's a zero said, market for that crap. Agreed. Nobody, and, there's no, and so it's less expensive, but it's worth zero. The other one at least probably is going to be worth $5,000 10 years from now. It, that's what we're looking for. Yeah. That was kind of the debate. Yeah. It was one of those, you know, oh, he's... I thought there was a. I thought there was more of a value, uh, a, a more of a diverse value, bigger value separation and cost separation than there is. With that separation, I, there's no question. I'd buy the fifty five hundred. It's not a lot of money. You got the money. You're in good shape. You didn't tell me it's fifty five thousand. That's why I said hundred. Right. I want to make sure. I went, oh, what? But yeah, I, I, if it was me, you do what you want to. There's nothing. There's no wrong answer. I already gave you all the other stuff that you can think through. But just from a money standpoint. I just I buy the fifty five hundred, and if you've waited a decade and it's still what you want, you've you've uh, we tell people to wait twenty four hours, right? If you wait ten years, get the one that you want, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got the money, good for you. Yeah, yeah. Don't be a tightwad on this one. It, it, there's so much other the way you phrased your sentences when you start talking about the baggage and the background and the whole thing. There's to, something it, there. It, by the it, nice it, one. It told me you still wanted the fifty five hundred. That's right. That's what it told me, That's and right. I would do it. I, I wouldn't think anything about it. This is why we do this stuff. You live like no one else, so later you can live. And give like no one else, and you can make a decision like this. Right. But um, yeah, that's what I would do. But you, you know, I'm not going to call you stupid for doing the other. You do if you want to do the other, it's fine. It's, it's there's nothing wrong with it. Um, 
so there's like this um because I'm just two guys talking about something we don't know anymore we're talking about but I actually do know a little bit about diamonds just because I bought so stinking many of them but there there's this whole thing of um you get a uh, completely fake like a hundred dollar version of an eighty thousand dollar ring that is uh for travel okay so when you're traveling you don't take your real stuff okay because it doesn't get stolen if you got like super expensive stuff I don't know what you call that but uh, apparently that's a thing too and I can't, that's what was in my head the way she was talking about but th- those are like plastic so am I <clears throat> I guess I just my all my alarm bells go off if you can't go on a trip. Without making sure everybody knows, this isn't the real one. But I got one at home. I promise. You know what I mean? Like maybe I'm missing <laughs> Just something. Just not wear anything on the trip, if, or if wear, you're that, wear if you're a wedding that, band, or <clears throat> if like, you're that worried about it. You know? Yeah, and I guess I'm just thinking, like, what do you? What is the? Well, if you're going to wear a headlight you on your hand, you're going to wear a headlight on your hand on a trip. That's I mean, this, this is the same fair. thing. So I mean, that's fair. And uh, but yeah, I mean, and you know, most of us that travel have lost stuff, have had stuff stolen. Oh you yeah, know, it's, it's a, not an unusual thing. So you got to be super careful. Huh? So very interesting. It's a very interesting way of looking at things. I've never heard of the words lab-grown diamond. I guess they're trying to grow cows and pigs and horses and labs, I was thinking of Dolly too, the so Sheep myself. Whatever, yeah. man. Went through my head. It's lab-grown <laughs> That gives a rock a little bit more love than it deserves, but that's yeah. all right. <laughs> Becky is in Salt Lake City. Hi, Becky. How are you? Um, I'm trying to get through some stuff. Uh-oh. Um, so, um, I'm going through divorce right now. Mm, yuck. Um, and, uh, definitely not something I wanted to have happened. Mm. Um, and so, but my question for you is more, uh, financial based. I'm glad John's there because my therapist is out of town this week. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so convenient. Um, so I, uh, so I, I, I'm a realtor and I've always had like um roller coaster income with it. Um and really not great income with it, but I love it and I think that part of the reason why my income wasn't so great was because I didn't have the emotional bandwidth to handle as many clients as I wanted to before because my marriage has been falling apart for two or three years and That's it's reasonable. only been a four year marriage. That's very reasonable. So, yeah. So um that's good to hear. Um, so I, I have a few deals that are closing this month, um, or two that are clo- one that's closing this month and then two that'll close next month. Um, and then I don't have anything else in my pipeline, but since I won't have my husband's income mm. to, you know, to carry me through stuff, I am just trying to figure out what I should do. I mean, obviously get more of my pipeline. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, hang on. We come back from this break. We want to make sure you give you a good solid answer. You're in a real pickle right with this. So hang on. We'll be right back. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. talking with Becky in Salt Lake City, going through a divorce. She's been a real estate agent and has had an irregular income, meaning that some months she did really well. She's got a couple deals in the pipeline getting ready to close. After that, nothing else in the pipeline. She's worried about her income pending the divorce. Is that a fair summary of what you told us? If I push the button, I could talk to her. Hi, Becky. Is that a fair summary of what you told us? Yes, it is. 
Cool. All right. So when is the divorce final, or when was it final? Um, so I don't know. It'll take at least 30 days. I, my husband wanted me to sign some papers last night. Um, but I just realized that I wasn't ready to sign anything last night. And so I tried to get him to come back instead, um, which he wasn't going to do. So it'll 30 days from whenever I sign the papers. Okay. Um, uh, and do you have children? No. How long have you been married? Almost four years. Uh, what does he make? Um, about $33,000 a year. Actually, no, he, sorry, that went up again, so he's up at 36. There's no children. He makes 33. Is there any money involved in this at all? Any assets? Do you own a house? Do you have any money? Um, we have debt that we're splitting. The asset we had was a car that was above water. Okay. The debt that you're splitting, whose names are on it? Um, so he has his student loan and I have my student loan. And then, uh, we have credit cards that are pretty much all in just my name. Uh And he was just an authorized user on them. Uh Um, and then we haven't used them for over a year. Uh um, What's the balance balance on those? Uh, The total of the credit cards is about $7,000. Okay. If he promises to pay some of those and doesn't, you will have to anyway, regardless of the divorce. A divorce right. decree does not take you off of debt. Yeah. It just makes him, it just holds him accountable to pay it. But if he doesn't, the bank has the right still to come after you. So keep that in mind. I think you need an attorney to do a divorce. You always need an attorney to do a divorce. It sounds like a fairly simple one, a fairly clean one, when you're ready to do that. Um, <clears throat> so back to your original question then. You're, you're in the middle of heartbreak, and you've been dealing with a messed up situation so you weren't didn't have you the phrase you said you didn't have the emotional bandwidth to address and, and to, to fully apply yourself to the real estate business right right okay so when there is some finality to this it should open up that bandwidth shouldn't it yeah it actually already has because uh, my husband was just so wishy-washy about wanting to stay together for a couple years and so finally um in August, he uh, finally told me that he just wanted a divorce. Is and he, he's mo- has he moved out? Three deals came from. Has he moved out? He moved out in March. Okay. All right. Hmm. I'm sorry you're going through this. I can I can hear the I can hear the pain in your voice. Um, how old are you again? I'm 25. Okay. Hmm. I think you're going to be a great real estate agent. I don't think you're going to have any trouble. Because you're going to have two things. One, you're going to have your emotional bandwidth back when, you, when you've got finality to this. And uh, two is you're going to have a level of desperation that's going to cause your little butt to go to work. And I think you're going to have a really full pipeline pretty quick. Once you can actually put your eye on the ball, I think you'll be able to catch the ball. Yeah. Yeah, but right now you're looking like six directions and the ball goes right by you, right? Yeah. By your own account. What am I missing, John? Yeah, Becky, I want you to honor this as though there's a death. So it hurts right now, and you are have those papers, and it feels heavy. When you sign them, you're going to have feelings that you've probably never felt before. And then in 30 days, when you get that final letter, it will be as though somebody told you someone you loved has passed away, and I want you to honor it like that. We hear about divorce all the time, and it just sounds like it just happens, and we minimize it, and people get blindsided with 
the dump truck of emotions and pain that it actually is. On the other side of it, you're 25, and I want to promise you there's healing and light on the back end of this deal. And a better man out there. There's somebody who's going to love you and honor you and be with you and not drag you through six months, seven months, eight months. Um, and they're going to honor you for the just the, the wonderful woman you are. So honor this. Get some people in your life. They're going to sit with you during this messy time. And like Dave said, you're going to have no other option but to take on a bunch of clients and to work real, real hard. But I don't don't miss the point. Uh, don't miss the time when you're going to grieve this the right way. Okay. Honor it. Just honor it. It's and I don't suck. think you sign papers that, that you haven't had an attorney. Absolutely. Don't sign a piece of paper before an attorney looks at it. That's worth the 500 bucks or the 1000 bucks you're going to spend on it. Yep. Okay. We're not trying to pick a fight. We're, right. try, we're trying to make sure he didn't sneak one in on you. Yeah. yeah okay. I, don't, I don't believe in picking a fight. I just want to make sure that you don't go, oh, well, look what he did later because you were upset and half read something or you missed something with your emotionally clouded eyes. I, if I were in your situation, there's no way I would make that deal without uh, without having somebody look at it. Absolutely not. I wouldn't either. <clears throat> because, it, you know, I, okay. I, I, I know when I'm mad or when I'm hurting that my that I, I my editing skills aren't real good when I'm reading a contract. I read uh-huh. I read stuff that's not even there. I mean, I just make up stuff in my little head. I did the exact same thing. <clears throat> and so uh, you just that that's what happens to all of us when we have that. So th- that is what you're facing. Hey, you call us anytime you need help. Okay. I hate that for you, Becky. Just know there's light on the back end of this deal. On the debt free stage, and a better story is Christine from Kansas City. Here in the Ramsey Solutions lobby to do a debt-free scream. Congratulations! Thank you. How much have you paid off? About sixty grand. Way to go! How long did that take? So the first um, twenty I paid off in about three years, and then the last forty it was just two. Okay, so five-year so journey. Yes. Okay, and your income during that five years range? Yes. So the first. Um, Three years was crazy. Uh, I worked three jobs of about $20,000, and then uh, now I'm at fifty. Good for you. What do yeah. you do for a living? Right now, I'm a health educator at Fort Leavenworth, Kansas, yeah. Army Wellness Center. Oh, very cool. You're in the military? I'm not. Oh, um, so you're a civilian. Okay. Yes, All right. yes. Very cool. Good for you. What kind of debt was the 60K? Student loans. All student loans. Yep. Took five years to get Sally Mae evicted. Yes, five years from when I graduated. So well done. Yes. So what puts you on this journey? Yeah, my dad, who's here with me today. Woo! My dad, and my brother. All um, right. My brother. They're both in the military, so yeah. they were big influences on me. And um, my dad actually took me to FPU at his church. Um, when I was about to graduate college, ah, and I had no that was idea. Subtle. Yes, right. I honestly had no idea what I was getting myself into, and so I was just like, "Yeah, sure, I'll go with you." Um, and it really shed a light on what I was about to embark on, and I got really nervous. But then I also just had this great accountability in my dad. Um, literally, could not have done it without him. I. I'm just so thankful that he was there for me yeah. to help me through all my things. I moved three times in those five years. Wow. Um, so it was crazy. And then I even got my car stolen oh, right wow. before <laughs> I was going to pay off. I got it stolen actually in January. Wow. Um, and so um, he was, he just like really helped me out financially and was my accountability partner through the entire thing. So Perfect. Very cool. Yes. Very cool. Well, that's uh, that, that's what makes you the rock star that you are. Well yeah, done. You're you. a hero. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Very. I know he is. Yes. Very, yes. very well done. So uh, what was the toughest part of this? 
toughest part was just um, keeping going. Yeah, you know, five, five years. Five years is a long time. Yeah, really. And, um, you know, <clears throat> being in the health and wellness field, it is really hard to find a job and yeah. to pay enough, right, and to be single and by yourself. And yeah. so that's why I was so thankful to have my family. But, Good. yeah, just buckling down we're proud of you well Thank done you. well Thank done you. thanks for coming to do your debt free screen we yeah. got a copy of chris hogan's book for you everyday millionaires you're gonna be one yes here it comes yes. i can tell and i'm gonna bring my dad up and all right he's gonna scream with me because he's I also gonna be a millionaire one day so. i love it good <laughs> all right christine and her dad from kansas city sixty thousand paid off in two years three years making 20 to 50 count it down let's hear a debt free scream three two one ah! Wow! Well done! Very well done! This is the Dave Ramsey Show. Scripture of the day, Matthew 5, 16, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Alex Trebek said, don't tell me what you believe in. I'll observe how you behave and I will make my own determination. <laughs> that, that's it. That's it. There you go. I think I may have told you I was working, doing an internship with a child psychologist and I was was had a young son at the time and i was um double dipping where i would ask quote-unquote questions about clients but i was really asking parenting questions i'll never forget when i asked him hey man how, how are you supposed to what are you supposed to say to a, a young little boy to help him respect women in the appropriate way and he looked at me and kind of smiled and said you can say whatever you want man but he's just going to watch how you treat your wife and if you want to teach your son how to respect women, then treat your wife right. And then he just walked into the next room, and that phrase, mm-hmm. they don't listen to you, they watch you, just stuck with me, right? Rachel always says, more is caught than taught. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Financial Peace University is one of the things that you get to go through when you are a member of the all-access membership at Ramsey Plus. Ramsey Plus is a year-long membership. And it has the best money tools and content. Everything is there. Financial Peace University, which actually works. Every dollar, the premium version is there. The Baby Steps Tracker, there are groups there that you can participate in. You can go to a local class if it's if there's a physical one being held in, a, in your area. Some of them are, some of them aren't. Uh, there are tens of thousands of virtual classes going on right now uh, you can get into. Uh, and, and there is no reason for you to not have the impact that that last couple and that whole family had. Uh, over 6 million families, people have gone through Financial Peace University. It is the class on how to handle money, and it is included in your Ramsey Plus membership where you get all the tools, all the support. The coaches are in there. Everything's there to make sure that you can do the stuff that we talk about here every day on the air can you white knuckle it and do it by yourself sure but why not put the world's best tools at your fingertips to make it as easy as possible it's a mo it's a difficult journey at best 
It's very hard to do this stuff, but you can do it. So, oh, by the way, since it's all digital, you can download the workbook even. Everything's there, right? You can skip all the chaos. It makes a great Christmas giveaway. So just go to DaveRamsey.com slash store, Ramsey Plus. And uh, if you want to give it as a gift, if you want to just jump in and start doing it, you can get a free trial as well. And just check it out and see how it works for you. Uh, you can get started anyway. And uh, just go to DaveRamsey.com slash store, get in the store, and you can pick that up. While you're there, you can pick up John Deloney's new book, Redefining Anxiety, What It Is, What It's Not, and How to Get Your Life Back. Anxiety, a top of mind concept, a top of mind subject these days, especially in the year known as anxiety. When you look 2020 up, it is the numbers that mean anxiety. <laughs> but um, <laughs> That's the ancient Greek, it's 2020. The, it's the uh, numerology. That's that, right. Yeah, when you, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, hey, Dave, I don't know if I'm allowed to plug it this way, but I'm going to. Okay. My wife and I use that Every Dollar app. Why? So would, it's not just something that... Why would you not be allowed to do that? Well, I... I, I, sometimes I just think it's important that some of these things aren't just pitches. These are, are aren't just things that we put out into the marketplace, but these are things that we use behind closed doors too. Yeah, and that has helped. I actually told our team this morning. Yeah, I mean, make sure you're going through Financial Peace University, and if you don't get a will, I'm and you die, I'm going to kill you. That's, that's exactly right, Dave. Dave announced to the company, if you don't get a will. And you die, I'm going to kill you. That's right. we furnish a will as an employee benefit. That's right. You know, through the mama bear stuff that's and right. all that, right? So, and then they don't go get one that's free, I'm going to kill them. That's, that's yeah. exactly. But this app, my wife and I use it, and it helps us communicate, it helps us talk, helps us stay accountable. It's a good thing, man. I, I, I appreciate it. It's not something that we're just up here throwing out into the wind trying to sell. We use it. We use this stuff, too, and, it, and it's, it's legit. And I'm an almost app-free guy. Like, I don't, I like a pen and a paper and this thing's great man yeah oh absolutely well it is the world's best i mean our guys the the, the technology team that we've got on it it's so uh robust i mean it does everything yep. and uh it, it's easy to use so and it's included you know the premium version that connects to your bank is included when you're in ramsey plus mm-hmm. it all ties together i mean you can go over here and just do every dollar if you want to do that or you can go over here and just do this or just do that it's all you, together you, you can get a yellow pad and do it right. i mean you can do a budget with a yellow pad you can you can live on less than you make you'll right. be all right. right you know you're gonna work it out it's just a matter of which is the most efficient thing in the process that we've we've been doing this for 30 years so we've honed it in and knocked the rough edges off and it's the it's the you know the least heavy lifting of a very heavy lift to yeah. completely change your life. So, again, Ramsey Plus at DaveRamsey.com. Just click, in, click into the store. Justin's with us in Arkansas, or in Arizona. I'm sorry, Glendale to be exact. Hi, Justin. How are you? I'm doing all right, Dave. Uh, how are you doing? Better than I deserve. How can I help? Awesome. Well, uh, first of all, I want to thank you guys for taking the call. I uh, sure. appreciate that a lot, actually. Um, so I'll try to keep things as short as I can. My fiance and I, we recently had a baby six months ago. And we've been renting a home from her uncle. And uh, recently her uncle came and told us that because it's a seller's market right now, he wants to sell the home. So he believes that when, I guess, when Trump's out of office, there's going to be a crash, I guess. So he told us we have until he's out of office to kind of get out. Um, And right now I'm unable to work because of a workplace injury a little over a year and a half ago. And the pandemic pushed my fiance out of work you know, two days before giving birth to our daughter. Uh, so we have no verifiable like income to actually prove we 
you know, have finances. And due to really poor choices in both of our adolescents, uh, our scores are in the low 500s for his credit. And when we've been trying to find places to rent, we've even offered a year's rent up front, and we've still been being turned down. So you have the money? So with all that. Yes. Uh, currently, we have uh, $34,000 saved. Okay. Because we were, we were trying to fix our debt issues yeah. with a lot of your methods that we had seen, mm-hmm. and that's how we were saving money prior to us both losing our jobs. Yeah. How old are you two? Uh, I'm 28, and she's 27. What's the nature of your workplace injury? Uh, it's a neurological issue. I uh, I was a semi-truck driver, and I was lifting some rebar, and it popped something in my back, and due to that, I ended up uh, getting diagnosed with peripheral sensory and axial neuropathy. Mm-hmm. So I have constant uh, nerve pain in my feet and hands and back. Mm-hmm. So it's like electrical zaps, burning, um, throbbing, and then swelling. What is your then, uh, What is your long-term plan with all of that? Because that sounds very painful. What's your long-term uh, plan for your income to provide for your child? Uh, right now, the doctors told me my best bet is to apply for disability, which mm-hmm. they've been trying to help me do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a very long process. And What did your fiancé do before she lost her job? She was a uh, food and beverage manager at a hotel. Mm-hmm. She would, like, I guess, manage the restaurant and parts of the hotel yeah. and do all the cooking. Like She helped with that. She helped the make good, their The good menus. news is that will be back. And yeah. uh, the good news is, is that you're with what you're describing. You have a pretty severe disability, and so you would qualify. It'll just take some time to get that through. SSI is difficult. You're dealing with the feds, but um, you'll get through. What you've got to do is find a landlord who will listen to your whole story and not just look at your credit score. Uh, if you told yeah. me your story and you show me you had thirty four thousand dollars and you show me that she has that she's planning to go back to work as soon as uh, she can find something in the food and beverage field. Uh, and you're going to prepay for one year, I'm probably giving you a shot. If I look at you and you just convey irresponsibility all over the place, even with 34000 I'm not giving you a shot. But there are reasonable explanations in your life with what's going on here. Now, are you going to get this average apartment manager that's 26 years old and works for somebody who's out of town to do this? No. But you're going to find a landlord that has a small house somewhere that you can move into and go do that. So... Um, I'm sorry her uncle's freaking out, but probably better to get out of there anyway since he's freaking out. Mm-hmm. That puts us out of the Dave Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. a friend or family member that needs a daily dose of Ramsey advice in their life, let them know about the Ramsey Call of the Day podcast. It's a quick hit of advice about life and money in under 10 minutes. Check out the Ramsey Call of the Day podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Money isn't the only thing we talk about around here. Get life-changing advice on your career from my good friend and career expert, Ken Coleman on the Ken Coleman Show. According to a recent Gallup poll, nearly 70% of Americans are disengaged at work. If you dread going into work every Monday morning and you're just trying to make it to the weekend, the Ken Coleman Show is for you. Everyone has a sweet spot. 
Your sweet spot is at the intersection of your greatest talent and greatest passion. We will help you discover what it is you were born to do, and then we'll help you create a plan to make your dream job a reality. You matter, and you have what it takes. Join the conversation on The Ken Coleman Show. Hear more from the Ramsey Network, including The Ken Coleman Show, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Dave Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.